Welcome to the Digest F1 podcast. Uh, my name is Arvin, and normally I'm here with my uh, younger sister, and we just watch races. We talk about them after, but today I have a special guest. Why don't you go and introduce yourself? Uh, hey, everyone. I'm Kristen Cozier, also known as Cozy Designs. All right, yeah. So, um, Kristen joined me today, um, and I thought we'd do something a little bit different than the normal uh, after race podcast. So, we're going to be doing our live reaction to the podcast. Uh, to the race, sorry. Um, so we're gonna be watching it. I'm just gonna be talking about what's going on in the race, and um, Kristen is just gonna ask me some uh, questions. I guess we we got into the race a little bit. We're recording this a little bit later, and we'll continue it as the race goes on. So I'll just catch everybody up on what's happening. So first things first, uh, Charles Leclerc. He qualified in first position, and he wasn't able to start the race because of a crash he had. So at the moment, um, Max Verstappen starts on provisional pool and everybody moves up a spot, but they, they start they stay in their same starting position. So we're about a, about a half an hour into the race now. Uh, there's not been too much action right now. And I guess we'll just jump right back into it. We're about on lap 15. What was the name of the f- first place again? First place is Max Verstappen right now for Red Bull. Okay. Remember these guys all over the world. Like there's this driver from Mexico, Canada, Verstappen is from uh, the Netherlands, and there's a couple of Finnish drivers, a couple of German drivers. They're like a mix of everybody. I think there, yeah, there's a few. Um, there's uh, two French drivers. There's a Japanese driver. A Japanese driver. He should be good, no? <laughs> um, he's actually seventh. He's running seventeenth right now, with fifteen laps in. So he's one of the rookies. That's why. So he's okay. he's he's like a he's like a decent driver, but like in F one. F1 is not something you're jumping and when you win your first race. That's that's something that's happened once in a lifetime. Yeah. That's like that's like something that Michael Schumacher almost did the first time he ever got into he ever raced at a F1 circuit. It was um I believe in Belgium. The first time he ever got a drive in F1, I believe it was in Belgium in the, in the early nineties. And he basically just jumped in that car, drove around a circuit he never drove around, and almost won the race. <laughs> Yeah, uh, so um, there's not something you could do. Um, but Yuki Sonoda, he in like the fourth or fifth best car on the entire grid. He's he's in an alright position to like come decently placed in races. I think the first time his, in his race debut earlier in the season, he came out tenth, so he won points in his first ever race, which is like good. Tenth, you came tenth to. What, how many points does 10th place get? You got one point. One single point. Okay, okay. Oh, well, yeah, that's... A single point. Yeah. <laughs> a single Yeah, a single point. I mean, for debutant, like in, yeah. in these days of F1, because there hasn't been an F1 debut since like 2018, right? That's when a good, a good bit of the younger drivers came in was in 2018, 2019. Okay. But yeah, uh, scoring points in your first race in this era, F1 is actually a really good thing. Because this this era F one is very much dominated by Mercedes and Red Bull, but mainly Mercedes because they won every championship. Because um, I believe this era this yeah this era is called the hybrid era, so all the cars they run they have um the hybrid cars so they have their engines, their V six engines, and they also have like a a, bat- a a battery system that gives them a little bit of extra power. Okay, that's right. Yeah, there's actually like a fully electric um, series of um, open wheel, so they call this open wheel racing, right? Open because you can see like the wheels just out in the open. Oh. This kind of motorsport is called open wheel racing, um, and there's actually a fully electric version called Formula E. Uh, I think I've heard about that one. Yeah. Uh, there's actually a few former F1 drivers in Formula E right now. A few guys who just didn't. Who either retired from Formula One or just didn't do too well in Formula One. Sure. And there's a lot of guys, if they leave this, they, they go to maybe like um endurance racing, which is like twenty four hour races. So like Le Mans and those kind of tracks and then Nürburgring and all those things. I don't know if you know about all of that. I know like Nürburgring, yeah. That's about it. Yeah, and then they have the German the German touring series called DTM, which is just like regular cars so there's so much racing series that you can go to because f1 a lot of people 
a lot of people think of F1 as like the highest, like the pinnacle of motorsport. Like if you get to F1, you're kind of, yeah, you're kind of special in a sense. But there's a lot of, there's an easy way to get to F1 too. Like, yeah, you still have to be a good driver in the sense of like all the drivers in the world. But in terms of F1, yeah, for F1 quality, you don't have to be the best driver. If you want a seat in F1, you could just find a team that's struggling for money. And if you have a lot of money, you could get you could get in the team. Because the guy who's running in 19th place right now, in last place, yeah. right, his name is Nikita Mazepin, right? Um, and his dad is a Russian billionaire. One of the main reasons he's in the team right now in Haas is because he has a lot of money. Because he's not like an exceptional driver. He's like a good driver, obviously. But he's like nothing like super special. Right, right. He's decent at best. Yeah, like he's never won anything in the lower formulas like F3, F2, those kind of things. Like Mick Schumacher, his teammate. Right, right. He's actually the guy who won. Yeah, he won F2. Oh, look at the scratch. Oh. Uh, so that could that could do some serious damage to under the car. Wait, that's see. Uh, that's Stroll. No, that is um Aston Martin. Oh, okay. So last year. They work really close with Mercedes, right? They have a Mercedes engine in their car. And last year, they had a different name. The team had a different name. It was called Racing Point. The car they raced last year was basically a replica of the car, the Mercedes car from 2018, from 2019. So the 2019 Mercedes car was the car that Aston, that um, Racing Point ran in 2020. Yeah, so their, their car design is really similar to Mercedes because they have like a really close working relationship. So they share like a lot of information between them. So they basically have the same car then? Essentially, but not really though, because um, last year that was the thing, but I think the, the governing body, the FIA, because this 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 sport is not a, uh, is not a level sport. Throughout history, it always depends on who have the most money. Oh, wow. Especially now during the modern times when there's yeah. not much to discover. Like back in the nineties, there was still like a lot of downfall stuff you could discover and things. But because we're so technically technologically advanced at this point, there's not much to discover. There's not much you could uh, improve. Yeah. They can still improve, but not by much. So, yeah. oh, he almost hit the barrier yeah. there. He just lost the back end a little bit there. Yeah, because on this circuit, there's there's not much um, places where you could run off without crashing into a barrier. Yeah, no room for error really. Yeah, it's a very like punisher if you make any kind of error, especially in the, in these kind of cars. Yeah, it's crazy how like safe these cars are now. Like you see that um that thing above them like coming down in the middle of the car, mm. yeah, it like covering their face basically. Yeah, yeah. So they call that the halo, and it's basically for any like big flying debris like tires or anything like that. To the car, to the driver. Yeah, look how look how close they just are. Yeah, yeah. So. If some commented what's the driver, it basically takes the impact. So um so last year, close to the end of the season, one of the guys who drove for Haas, his name was um Roman Grosjean. Mm-hmm. Um and he actually had a crash in Bahrain where he crashed into a barrier and the car split in half and caught on fire and he was stuck inside it for like twenty seconds. Mm-hmm. Most of the reason that he survived was because of that halo, because if that halo wasn't there, when he crashed into the barrier, it could have probably taken his head off mm-hmm. i think like most of the damages he got was just his hands blowing up a little bit oh so far the races are the races going out pretty lackluster everybody's still in their starting positions uh nobody i think i think there's one place train so far and that's like the guys in 18th and 19th they switch places but yeah. everybody else still in there in the same position to start the race and you're not looking like it'll change anytime soon either uh <laughs> i mean good race to watch your first race right <laughs> It's so much entertainment. Yeah, because the first two races um, in Bahrain and in Italy, they were actually like really, really um, interesting, like really drama-filled races. There's a lot of stuff that happened. And there's a lot of crashes, a lot of a lot of controversy, a lot of overtaking. Yeah, because those were like big tracks, like tracks for racing, not not streets that they come yeah. into that track. <laughs> yeah, um, and like I, I think I got lucky because um, you remember we doing this for a project, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, we're doing this social media thing, so our project, and I decided I was going to do this podcast and I was going to rope my sister into doing it because I'm a person who I've watched F1 for a while now, but um, my sister, she's never sat down and watched a race. 
she's just heard me talking about it all the time. So I was like, I'm gonna make her sit down and watch this race with me and then talk about it. And I got really yeah, I got really lucky because they were actually really good races, the first two races. So I kinda got her interested in it. Cause I feel like if it had a race like this, how would this go in? She probably would have get really bored with it really quick. <laughs> and just get it at least. So right now um the guys at the front, they're starting to pass the cars at the back, so they're starting to lap them. The guy in nineteenth place. Yeah, like you could see him behind her. So these these cars up in front they go so fast. Like they, they lap cars. I think the last race in Spain, they were lapping cars all the way in twelfth place. So they, they basically started the front. Yeah, they started the front of the grid and they went so fast they end up back into the middle of the grid. That, that must have been that must have felt so weird for the, the drivers. Yeah, yeah, definitely because you you're in twelfth place, right? You're in the middle of the pack. And when you see the guy in first coming and pass you again, I'm like, what? Like, when did you when did you crash and get behind me or something? Yeah. What's going on now? Everybody's still in the same place, nothing has changed. Yeah. Um the 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 two guys in Williams cars, they're on fifteenth and sixteenth. Yeah, they um they have probably the second worst car on the grid. Like Williams for the last um the last five years or so they've not been very good like uh, back in the 90s they were actually like a really really good team like they won championships something with their drivers but ever since ever since 2015 they've always finished like almost last place every single season mm-hmm. so i think that, that is... um money mainly yeah. okay yeah that's, that's a good shot because you have companies like mercedes and red bull with almost endless money yeah. And then Williams, Williams was actually started by one guy and it was owned by him for almost all his life. Last year, they sold the team to some people with a little more money so they could help out the team a little more. So the Williams family, they've owned and run Williams since the, um, the early 90s. So right now, they have, um, they're on lap 26. They all, yeah, they're mo- most of them still on the soft tires. There's a few on the medium tires and two guys on hard tires. So even though we're on lap twenty-six, and they say the tire age of the lap is t- the tire age of the um is like thirty laps, yeah. that is because um as because when they're doing qualifying and practice and everything, they have to use the same tires. So there's three compounds of tires that they're available to use for this race, and um for every compound of tire, you have four sets of four tires to use for the entire weekend. So you have to try and conserve tires and things. Yeah, so even though they're on lap 26, those tyres that they're using right now probably run a few laps and qualify. Oh, oh. Yeah. Drivers really have a, lot, have a lot to think about, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think Mercedes put out a video a couple of days before the race where um they talked to one of the drivers about like all this, the workload that a driver has to go through while they're in the middle of a race. And there's like so much things you have to do though, because if you could get like a glimpse of that steering wheel right there, you could see how much buttons and dials and stuff on it. This is a track you had to pay like really, really close attention to because any little mistake, yeah, it's over. you could, yeah, your race is over. Like, think about like, hey, should I change this this setting and this setting? And then you had to like look down on the steering wheel to take it properly and then look up as soon as yeah, possible. Right. Like milliseconds. It's, it's it's crazy how how much these guys have to do, and not be able to. yeah, and the amount of work they just had to put into like in terms of like fitness something, because these cars aren't easy to drive. Oh, not at all. I re- I remember I remember driving a go kart and I had trouble. I can't imagine these like yeah because these are just these are just fast go karts at this point because yeah. most of the guys here, most of the guys, almost every single driver whoever makes F one. They, they start off their career in carton. Any position changes? No. Nope. No position changes except for 18th and 19th. Again. No, they're still in the same position earlier when I mentioned it oh, yeah. here. I think we, we might see we might see a, a, a couple of position changes as people going for pit stops and stuff. Oh, yeah, that's right. Valtteri Bottas still running second. Bottas? Yeah, he's the second Mercedes driver. He's the one who qualified high. The numbers are just the numbers that represent them. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I think yeah, each driver has their own number. 
Uh, let's see, I think Verstappen is 33. Bottas is 77. Yeah. Carlos Sainz is 55. Lando Norris is 4. Pierre Gasly is 10. Lewis Hamilton is 44. Vettel is 5, I think. Uh, um, Perez is 11. Giovinazzi is 99. I don't know why. I'm, I mean, the reason, you know why I know all these numbers? Is because for the in, for the Instagram page that I run as well, right. I, I have to do I have to do all the graphics myself, so I have to have all those things ready to go. Oh, 19th and 18th switch again. That's good. Yep. <laughs> oh, look, first pit stop for Mercedes. Oh, that's Hamilton. Yeah. Uh, Lewis Hamilton. So you see now he dropped down one place. He's in he's in eighth place now since he's in the pit lane. Stop time 2.2 seconds. Yeah. What? That is actually great. Now I have so much respect for pit stop crew members. Pit stops are very much a backbone of the sport, yeah. too, because if you don't have a good pit stop, you could lose place after place after place. Yeah. I think the, the fastest pit stop for this season so far is 1.9 seconds. And that is actually insane. Yeah, so Red Bull had that in the first race of the season. Pit stop record, like in the entirety of the sport. The Red Bull holds that record. Jeez. Oh, second Mercedes pit stop coming in. Mortis. The front right is not coming off. Oh my god. This, you see, this is bad. This is where you don't want to happen. So a couple of people also coming into the pit. Also really, really short pit stops for Alphatari and um Alphatari not so much, but McLaren. Bottas is still in the pit. Oh that's bad. He's already down to that's, oh, that's really bad. I think that wheel is stuck. I think that wheel is stuck on there. You could see him pulling. Hmm. <laughs> uh, oh, well, that's his race over there. I think he's, yeah, he's out of the race there. Yeah. Jeez. 13th, yeah, he's out there. He just lost the race because yeah. the tire got stuck on his oh, car. Wow. Yeah, I think he's going to retire there. Second, it did not finish. Yeah, uh, yeah not yeah, he, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's jumping out of the car. Uh, that. Hey, well, at least we get some drama in Monaco. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's unfortunate because that puts Mercedes in a bad spot so how, in terms of the um the constructors in terms of the constructors championship. So what could uh, I wonder what could uh, stop that stop the tire from coming out? Yeah, no, that's just that's just stuff that happens. Uh, yeah, that is unfortunate. Wow, having such a good race and then something like that happens too. Yeah, ooh, oh, uh, Hamilton could have passed there, but he got blocked off. What, uh, sir? What the hell? Why are you showing Lance Stroll and not? <laughs> what just happened? They just cut off the they just cut off what was happening between um Vettel, Gasly and Hamilton. Yeah. Yeah, nope, not important. Yeah, Hamilton just lost two places because of that. Ooh, oh my god. Something's happening, okay. Hopefully they'll show it back. Um you know, I think what happened is Vettel was coming out of the pit lane and Lewis Hamilton was trying to pass Pierre Gasly. And Vettel came out and Gasly kind of blocked off Hamilton a little bit. He lost. Uh, hopefully, they show it back properly because they just cut it off for some reason. So that that flag there is the blue flag. So whenever you're getting lapped, they they wave the blue flag for you to let the person behind you pass. Oh, well, that's embarrassing. Yeah, I mean, no, there's fast cars and slow cars, so. And remember, even the guys in the middle of the race, they're going to get past eventually at some point because these cars are so fast up in front. Red Bull coming in for pit stops now, it seems so. 
sorry, now we're on lap 33. I think we bought our stuff happened on lap 32 or lap 31. So he's completely out of the race now. So apart from Mercedes and Red Bull, who are the, the who's the next biggest in this? Um, for this season, um, McLaren is looking really good, and um, Gasly for AlphaTauri, he's looking pretty good too. He's been qualifying really well, but he hasn't been really finishing the race really well. So for the last four races, the um, the one, two, Hamilton and Verstappen. Hamilton won the first race, Verstappen came second. Verstappen won the second race, Hamilton came second. Hamilton won the third race, Verstappen came second. Hamilton won the fourth race, Verstappen came second. So they're like so, so close in the championship. I think they're only 14 points between them at the moment. Oh, I, I listened to the commentary. You know what I think happened with Bottas? I think um, the wheel not got stuck. And um, because they used the gun so much, it just... It just keep turning and turning and just like eat down the teeth on the um wheel nut. So they basically yeah, they machine the wheel nut toward onto the wheel. Okay. So yeah, they basically fuse it and the only way they could probably get it off is by cutting it. Close of the end Yeah, so look at our red stop the Red Bull stop. Two seconds. Two second pit stop. Maybe we're stopping. Next pit stop. Oh no. Oh he was coming out of the pit stop. Okay. Yeah. Just finish the pit stop. Some people stay going along. Mm -hmm. I think there's a couple of people who haven't stopped yet. I think um the guy running in first right now, Perez, he hasn't stopped yet. <laughs> so, yeah, he's not gonna give up that first place yet. Yeah, he's actually like one of the drivers who are really good at conserving tires because I think it was back in Portugal and race the third race of the season. He actually went um about fifty something laps on medium tires. Ooh. He raced like yeah, he raced like fifty something laps on tires. Yeah, so this is this is what it cut off to show Lanstro. <laughs> they cut it off again. Second Red Bull pit stop. Let's see how the fastest one goes. Oh, that was a slow one for Red Bull. <laughs> Gotta be quicker than that. Uh, so you're seeing people kind of um, gaining places right now. So Lando Norris, who was running fourth for the entire race so far, he's up into third now. And Sainz, who was running third, he's up into second. Hmm. Verstappen still first. So um, if if Verstappen wins this race, he's going to lead the Drivers' Championship. And Red Bull will overtake Mercedes in the Constructors' Championship. So the Constructors' Championship is like um, the points the team gets. So the points the team gets is the points that the two drivers get in the race added together. I feel like the race winner has already decided. He's so far ahead of everybody else. Like I watch in these times and yeah. The guy in second place is six and a half seconds behind him. It's almost impossible. Especially on the circuit. Yeah. Because there's um they can't use the full potential of the car on the circuit. The car is too fast to be able to use fully on the circuit because they're only able to use up to seven gears in this thing, and that car's eight gears. And they have this um, this thing on the car called DRS, which is like is Stanford Drag Reduction System. It's like a little flap in the wing of the car at the back, and it reduces the drag of the car, so it gives you like um some extra speed. But on a on a circuit like this, you just can't use it okay, yeah. at all, because like. These guys are already going upwards of like 300 kilometers an hour, 180 some miles an hour around the streets. Yeah. And like maybe like in like really, really narrow streets. And the next race, actually, this season is another street circuit in um, Az Azerbaijan. Azerbaijan or Monaco. Azerbaijan sounds like, it just sounds like the track there would be just as small literally oh yeah no um it is because it is the streets of azerbaijan they use them ah. the streets of baku so some parts are a little bit wide but some parts are also also narrow because you remember monaco is not a big place like the the, the um the landmass itself yeah. is not a huge place so um the streets are small but um, in somewhere like uh, Baku, there's like it's not like as much of an exclusive place as this because this place is like you ain't living here if you're not rich. Yeah, yeah that's true. 
because um and this is i think the oldest race on the entire f1 calendar this race has been on the f1 calendar since 1950. yeah it's never come off the calendar since 1955. yeah like this is like whenever someone mentions like grand prix or formula or formula one or anything first thing that comes to my mind is monaco because that's literally all it's yeah and a lot of a lot of times in movies like when they portray f1 in any kind of way monaco is a big yeah. part of it like um in iron man <laughs> perfect example yeah in iron man too they use the exact track yeah they, they actually filmed on track um even on like cars too you remember they they had a they they had a f1 car um as one of the characters and i feel like monte carlo is like such a iconic place in terms of like f1 there's been no on-track passing so far all the passing has happened because people pitted yeah. and we're 40 laps in i feel like the uh, i feel like all the drama is over you know? yeah i think so too, to be honest the most that can happen is a change between maybe first and second yeah yeah because the guys in the back they, they're running really far behind yeah, the guy in last place is two laps behind the leader. Mick Schumacher is two laps behind. I mean, um, I think I heard on the radio he's having a bit of an engine problem though. Like he, he doesn't have full power. Oh, there's a couple guys who still haven't stopped. Really? Who? Yeah. I think um Lance Stroll and Kimi Raikkonen, so the guys in tip ninth and um yeah, ninth and eighth here. They haven't stopped yet. And they're still in ninth and eighth. Oh, it looking good for a f maybe a chance for science to get into top position because he's going faster. He's going a second faster than um. First, So right now he only three seconds behind him now, three and a half seconds behind him. When it was six seconds, so. Oh, yeah, this this Red Bull this year is looking really good, and um. I think they explained why the Red Bull is working so good this year is because um, if you could see the Red Bull from the side, you'll see the back end of the car a little bit higher than the front. Hopefully you could see it around this. Um, if you watch it from the side, you'll see how, how high up the back is from the front. Um, the floor on the cars, they, they cut the floor, they like made the floor a little slimmer for this year. And I think um, because that car, um, I think they call them high rake, high rake cars. They have a bit of a bit more of an advantage this year. Cars like the Mercedes and Aston Martin and stuff. Someone went on the track, man. Yeah. So um, I think Mick Schumacher just got a black white flag for cutting the track. So basically, it's like a um, they give you that flag as like a warning. So if you continue doing what you're doing they'll give you a time penalty. So it could be like three seconds, five seconds. The time penalties, you either have to go into the pit lane and just sit down there for five seconds, or um, they will add five seconds onto your race time when you finish your race. Five seconds. Yeah, but basically they give you a black-white flag first and tell you if you stop doing that and if you continue doing it, then you'll get penalized. Yeah. So so far, the only flags you see in this um oh look, Serena Williams is there. Uh, so the only the only flag you've seen so far is the blue flag and the black white flag. There's like a bunch of other different flags, but so far this race is going really clean. There's about fifty five laps left to go. Yeah, first and second looks like they have it really. Yeah, I don't think I don't think Hamilton could uh, make up any places because right now he's chasing Gasly and man, he's not making any kind of progress. Yeah, he's still three seconds behind. Um, he's actually moving slower. He's actually going slower through um through the race than Gasly. So the um he's three three point two seconds behind him. Oh yeah, um Aston Martin, they're one of the teams who haven't been in the sport for like 60 some years so um that like 
Yeah, so they came back after like 60 some years and um, without being an F1. Because the guy who, um, I think the guy who run in eighth place, his dad, um, his dad basically owns the team, right? Yeah. He's like a majority owner of Aston Martin. So he brought Aston Martin back into F1. And obviously he gave us, he gave us on a seat in F1 too. When Lance Stroll first debuted, he was very much one of those guys that everybody said the only reason he got into F1 was because of his dad's money and stuff. But as time has gone on, he's shown that he's actually a decent race car driver. And the money, while it's probably the reason he got the seat in the first place, there's not a reason he keep the seat. Isn't it now? Who's that coming in there? Nicholas Latifi coming in for a pit stop. I think that was his first stop. At 45 laps in. <laughs> For real. It takes him weights and time there, boy. Well, wait, well, he was in 16. Was he? Yeah, he was. Oh, okay, well, it didn't really matter. Then. Yeah, you remember, they're a whole lap ahead of yeah. the two guys at the bottom. So, they weren't going to get passed by anybody except the guys maybe lapping them. But, I think this is Daniel Ricciardo right now. Kimi Raikkonen is actually a former world champion too with Ferrari. But so far, well, he's not in a car to win anything anymore. That Alfa Romeo car, it's not winning anything. Because Kimi Raikkonen, he's literally said before, he, I think he's like 43 right now. This is like his 21st year in F1. And, um, he has said in the past that the reason he's still in F1 is just as a hobby. He don't need to do it. Yeah, I understand, but true. At that age, yeah. Because he is one of the richest sports persons in the world. So you just decide, yeah, I'm going to do... I'm just going to go race F1. I'm just going gonna, gonna to race for fun. Yeah. While people taking this seriously. You know, at that time in Monaco, back when he was... When he was like a serious driver, I wouldn't say he's not a serious driver now, but back when he was like racing for championships and wins and things, the time he crashed in Monaco, and instead of like um going back to the pits and talking with the team and thing, dude just took off his helmet and walked straight onto his boat. <laughs> he said, "Yeah, he walked straight onto his boat at the side of the track, and um and yeah, that was it." I agree. Go and just relax on your boat after me. A lot of the guys who, like a lot of the drivers, they live in Monaco. Yeah. Well, that's gonna be the guys like Verstappen, Verstappen, um, yeah, Daniel Ricciardo, a, a good bit of the guys actually live in Monaco. Very convenient for them. Yeah. <laughs> for this race, at least. Yeah, this one. Guess this race. It's, it's crazy how they could keep them. Um, and those those cars, they, they're not easy to drive. Not at all. You, you really have to be on top of your game. Right? Yeah. Because those cars, you put too much power on it too early, you will spin that car so much and crash directly into the wall. I think the guy who run in 18th place right now, Mick Schumacher, yeah, in practice, Mick Schumacher actually crashed his car and he couldn't qualify. He couldn't participate in qualifying. So he had to basically just take last place. He, he crashed from from spinning out? Yeah. So like, um, let's see. Right up here, um, Max Verstappen going to pass the... Okay. Well, thanks for cutting. Um, but like right right up there, right... Um, and then on the little hill, right as you go around the first corner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he crashed on that... Um, he crashed on that, that section of the track and he like... He like absolutely destroyed the car, so he couldn't participate in qualifying on Saturday. Oh, Hamilton break the gap down to one second. I still don't feel he'll get past now. Yeah, I don't, I don't think, think so either. I don't think anyone will get past. Oh, you think this is the this is the finish? Like whatever yeah, happened right now is where everybody will finish. Everyone is, yeah, I think that's where it'll finish. <laughs> Pretty big possibility. Judging from what I've seen, this whole race so far. It's very hard to overtake in this kind of thing. 28 more laps to go. They still have guys who haven't pit. 
what? Ooh, yeah, I think Lance Stroll hasn't played yet in eight, eight place. Oh, Yuki Sonoda too in 14th. He hasn't pitted yet. I don't know what they're waiting for. I think, I think you know why they haven't pitted yet? Because their tyres are still pretty decent because they started on the hard tyres and the hard tyres last really long. And they've hit, I don't know if they even plan on pitting. <laughs> yeah, no, you have to do at least one pit stop every race. Yeah, you can't do you can't go a whole race without doing a pit stop. Like that's like that's part of you it. Have, you have to. like yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's a rule that you have to do at least one pit stop a race. Because um there's no tires that could last an entire Grand Prix. Like so nobody could just run a whole race without changing tires. So like those tires are like really, really like specifically engineered for the sport. So like the amount of laps, the amount of laps that each type of tire could go is like yeah, specifically yeah. determined. Experiments and stuff. Yeah. And you know what's funny is like all the tires that every single team has, they don't own any tires. The company who makes them, Pirelli, they own all the tires. So after every single race, every single better tire is sent back to Pirelli's factory and they refinish it and redo it and things. Yeah, so they send back everything and Pirelli redo the tires and everything for the next weekend. Ooh, oh, I think Lando Norris is gonna lap Daniel Ricciardo. Same team. Oh no, he is. I think so, because he's in third place and he his yeah. teammate is in twelfth place. Third, yeah. And Lando Norris is Lando Norris is the younger guy, yeah. Oh my gosh. Ricciardo is a guy who's won races before. He used to be with Red Bull. Ooh, that's that's a bit of a blow. He just got lapped. <laughs> because Dan Ricardo, he um he was with Red Bull for like most of his career. And then he left and he went to Renault. Um and then he left Renault last year and he moved to McLaren for this season. And yeah, so far he hasn't performed really well because the McLaren car is a good car because you see Lando Norris up in third. Um, and if he if he finishes into it, this will be the second time he on the podium for the season. So I think um, in Italy, the second race of the season, he finished second. He finished third as well. Okay. So you know that the McLaren car is a, a decent enough yeah. car. That's still the broken car there. Sad sight. Sad sight indeed, especially for the guy who at home. Okay. It seemed to be a curse developing for him. Leclerc. How do you pronounce his name? Leclerc. Well, um, they say Leclerc or Leclerc, oh, okay. because he's he's um is a French name, so. Okay. I think when he speaks English, he pronounces it Leclerc. Leclerc. When they when like all the English speakers when they talk to him. And talk about him, they call him Leclerc, Charles Leclerc, but he says Charles Leclerc when he talks in English. <laughs> these, these drivers brave for it to be driving so close. Jeez. Yeah. I mean, you remember, you have to use as much of the track as yeah. possible, so you have to get that close to get yeah, the best yeah. line. <laughs> I, I, I would not have the heart to kind of to do them kind of things. Yeah, but you remember these guys? They, they've been doing this kind of yeah. they've been doing this kind of thing since they were young, yeah. so they're really they conditioned for it. But I don't think, like, me or you, we can't just jump into F1 no, car. No, at all. That would not be a good idea. Because it wouldn't even be down to that. It would be down to just getting the car moving <laughs> to begin with. <laughs> to get just to start, it would probably be a problem for me. Um, They actually have a, a thing uh, called the F1 experience where you're able to drive an actual real F1 car around the circuit. I think it's a 2012 F1 car that they let you drive around. Oh, look, Lannanors, he's waving at his teammate that he just lapped. In disrespect. That was more for thanks for letting me go by. Well, you can imagine sitting in these cars and these cars, right? They, they, they're made specifically for the driver, right? So the seat that they sit in, it molded to their body. Yeah. And um, the space they have in the cockpit is specifically for that guy. So you can imagine just sitting in a tight, cramped space yeah. for 78 laps, an hour and a half. Yeah, not not moving much at all. Even your head is. Moving. About the, 
a lot of people don't think about the mental aspect of the sport too. Like, like you have to have, you have to be in a certain mindset to be able to compete like this. For so long, yeah. You to, have to, be. to sit down for so long. And you remember, they don't have any way to like go to the bathroom or anything. So if they need to, if they need to go to the bathroom, it's like they kind of just have to. No, like they just most of the times if they have to like uh, urinate or something, they just urinate in the, in the car. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, I would not I would not do that. No. I would cost the race with my team, yeah. I'm not being on this. Well yeah, most most guys most guys don't because most of the times most unlikely they'll have to be the ones who clean it up. Because yeah. I, I don't I push no working for the team. I'm not gonna clean up your pee. Like you do that, <laughs> you did it, you do it. Yeah. But I think like with so much adrenaline I think it's more just Try and win this race, or try and not crash into this barrier. Yeah. Carl Sainz still about two point nine seconds behind Max Verstappen. I think Max Verstappen has definitely got this in the bag. Yeah. First and second, I guarantee. Because Norris is what is that about nine seconds? About nine seconds behind second place. Because uh, the times there, the, the the times there is how far behind uh how far behind the guy in front there? That's such an iconic shot. That uh, that shot of the hairpin. Oh yeah, yeah. the sharp turn. Yeah, it looks cool to see the car. That's like I think the slowest. Yeah, I think that's the slowest corner in the entire um sport. Oh, speed boy, my goodness. Yeah, Hamilton seems to be going faster than Gasly right now, but he's struggling to catch up with him. And he has stroll behind him too. Yeah, they're passing one of the cars down to the back lap to um, the guy in 16th place. Second lap, three seconds behind him. Okay. Wow. And it's getting bigger. Mm-hmm. I feel like this podium is uh, definitely locked down at this point. For sure. Yeah, about 20, 20 laps to go again. Oh, there could be a chance for Perez to get up into third, you know, because... Um, I think Lando Norris just came on the radio and said that he was struggling with the car. Apparently, the car not feeling too good. There's going to be a lot of dead air in this recording because nothing is happening. Absolutely nothing is happening. Everybody just running their race with no, no incidents. I think everybody do their pit stops so it's just straight to the end at this point. Sergio Perez run a little bit faster than London Norris right now, but let's see if he could we, he could catch him. I don't, I don't think he will. Uh, oh, Lance Stroll finally coming in for a pit stop. First pit in 59th lap. Wow. Well, that was fast. Uh, 2.2. That's Max Verstappen. He just passed the guy in 11th, in 10th place. 10th? Oh. <laughs> Yeah, Max Verstappen is ahead of the guy in 10th place right now. He just lapped him. And now he's going to lap the guy in 9th place. He is so far ahead. Jesus. That is, that's, act, that's actually crazy. For real. 10th place. I think um, if Carlos Sainz finished 2nd, this will be his first uh, podium for Ferrari. Because um, I don't think he's finished on the podium at all for Ferrari in the last four races. Yeah, he's the only Ferrari who started the race. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, let's go. Yeah, the front is so boring. People fighting for ninth place right now. I'm not more interested. <laughs> you know, in terms of like um, Monaco Grand Prix that he passed, this is a very uh, lack, like, well, I wouldn't say lackluster, but a very uneventful one. Because normally there's a lot of a lot of drama that goes on here, like a lot of pa- not too much passing, but a fair a fair amount of passing and maybe some crashes and thing. But so far, we haven't seen a single incident happen. Like normally, um, yeah, there's not a single yellow flag that come out yet, not a single safety car, and it doesn't look like there's gonna be any. <laughs> I'll never know what happened. Someone could clip a wheel. Well, if anyone catches up to anyone. 
probably, but I feel like the 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 gaps the gaps so small, but this track is so winding, it's just like you can't catch them. You could imagine living there and just like looking out your bedroom window and being able to watch this entire race for completely free. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah. Yeah, because you could see on the balcony so much people just out there just is it really free though? Because you're living in one of the most expensive places in the world. Yeah, you're probably already a millionaire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> most likely, you're most likely not there for free. And I think they actually stand to let back fans in the stands a little bit. Yeah, you can see how much people in the stands. A lot of people actually. I wonder how much it costs to actually go see one of those. Uh, it was a bit. I got some money. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Just to reach Mon- Monaco is a lot of money. Uh, this is this is kind of like my dream race in terms of going to watch F1. Yeah. This is like I just visiting Monte Carlo on a whole, and like getting to see the actual track ending. It's just kind of like a, a a dream of mine. But like going to any F1 race, I would take. It'll be a nice experience for to see them to see those kind of races. Yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing it. Hopefully, next race is a bit of a more exciting one, because <laughs> I feel like I feel like to get you into F one, this is probably not the race to go. Yeah, I think this this kind of race is probably for someone who's already really into the racing. Yeah, I think um, I think a good race to get somebody into the sport is probably the second race of the season in Italy. That was like a really, really good race, and that was like a that was a wet race too. So the track it was raining on the track and stuff. So you just went to change tires to the um from the wet tires to the slick tires, and then there was a couple accidents and stuff. A, couple, a lot of people spinning out. Even before the race started, people were spinning out on the formation lap and like. But I, the reason I didn't start you off with that race is because I already do an episode on that race. <laughs> <laughs> so I wanted to do an episode on this race and then get kind of a kind of a more of a person who's never seen F1 at all. Because with my sister, like she knows a little bit about it, but you like completely like didn't know anything about it. But so how are you enjoying it so far? Like like so as a concept, not your not your race itself, but like F1 as a sport. It is different to what I, I usually used to. It is a different experience, for sure. I guess, and you watch a lot of football, and then, oh, yeah. um, I, and you entered either football or cricket. Yeah, no, I, uh, I mean, same with me. Um, I just, I just randomly got into F one a little while ago. Like, I have more. I haven't been watching F one for too long, maybe like about three years. But um, but I remember when I was younger in preschool for my graduation. I when they when they asked you what you want to be when you're older, I think Milan was like a race car driver and this was like early two thousands. And I think I remember seeing glimpses of F one back then, but I didn't really know about it. So in my head when I was thinking of a race car driver, I think this was like what I was thinking about. Anything like to, is it only take till like twenty seventeen for me to actually get into F one. Yeah, so I've been interested in F one for only about four years now, so not for not for as long as most people who do F1 content on the internet. <laughs> because a lot of the guys, like, I think probably the most popular F1 YouTube channel is probably WTF1. And the, the guys who run that channel, they've been watching F1 for like decades, so like, like 15, 20 years, something. It's a cool spot, though. I wouldn't mind, like, if it's showing on the TV, I wouldn't mind watching it. F1 rights to view F1. It depends on the country licensing and stuff. So, like in the US, it's on Fox Sports, I think, and like the UK and stuff, they have it on Sky Sports, obviously. And then they have the official F1 app and the official F1 um, stream that they, they run. Because I remember when I first got into it, I had to go through a lot of stuff to get live races. Alongside the live action, this is definitely some action, some very, very boring action going on here. First place really sealed right there. And second. And third. Looks like Hamilton's finishing in second. I mean seventh. 
Yeah, yeah, I don't think he's catching up there. So um, that means if he finishes there, that means Max Verstappen is going to take the lead of the championship. And that will mean he's, this is the first time he's ever led the championship in six years or five years he's been in the sport so far. Verstappen? Yeah, Verstappen, yeah. Oh yeah, oh yeah, he went out for sure. Eight seconds ahead, yeah. That's... Verstappen and Schumacher, both their dads used to race in F1 as well. Yeah, uh, in the family, that's good. And what's funny is Kimi Raikkonen, he used to race with Michael Schumacher back in the day too. Like, that's how long he's been racing. Oh, new lap record from Yuki Tsunoda, 114.037. That's like the like your race lap record for this circuit. Wait, so he just break the record for like Yeah, he just break the record and it seems like they didn't realize it. <laughs> I feel like Mercedes is probably gonna go for the Hail Mary and um go for fastest lap. Probably that's all they can do really. Yeah, get the extra point. He's already a minute behind, so yeah. Yep. Sebastian Vettel actually in a really good place because Ever since he left Ferrari last season and he moved to Aston Martin um, for, the la- for the first co- ah, four races, he's not done very well. He hasn't scored a single point for Aston Martin. With him in fifth, that's like pretty good as a driver. Like He came back into form a little bit, hopefully. Hopefully you can maybe keep that form. Yeah. <laughs> but I definitely think the championship is going to be decided between Lewis Hamilton and Max Verstappen. And as much as I would like Verstappen to win a championship, I'm a big Lewis Hamilton fanboy. <laughs> like, I know I know a lot of F1 uh, viewers, like people who watch it consistently, they don't like Hamilton because of how much he wins. Like, they just get really tired of Hamilton winning all the time. But I just want to see him break the record. And after that, he could do whatever he wants. He could lose every race after that. I just want to see him break the world championship record and get eight championships. Let's see, eight laps left. Oh, Lewis Hamilton takes the fastest lap. Oh, he, and he just he just beat the record. He's got a one twelve nine oh nine. The record was one fourteen zero three nine or something like that. Literally a minute ago. Yeah, he just took off two seconds. Shortest record I've ever seen. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. The, the lap that got uh, pole position, the lap that Charles Leclerc qualified with, I think it was a 111-something. <laughs> yeah, because at this point, Hamilton will get the extra point from... For the, the, yeah, the fastest time. Yeah. You know, I just heard them mention something on the, um, on the commentary. Uh, back in 1950, that was the first year for the World Championship, right? For F1. And back then, the average speed of the cars was 61 miles per hour. <laughs> wow, no, that's like, that's yeah, in today's world. Wow, yeah, <laughs> I mean, back then, that was fast, yeah, that was, yeah, because cars were like just starting to pick up around that time, and race cars were just starting to become well, racing was a pretty big thing, but it was starting to become like a yeah, mainstream sport, so it seems like uh. Positions are completely decided yeah. right now. I think the, the closest looking is, is Perez in fourth place looking to Lando in third place. He's really close to him, but I don't think he's going to pass him. Uh, I don't think so either, to be honest. He's a second behind him also. Uh, yeah, you're gonna, I feel you're going to stay a second behind. Ah, so Sergio Perez starting in ninth place, and he up into fourth place now. Gained five places through the race. Hamilton actually technically dropped a, he actually dropped a place. Uh, even though he qualified in seventh, he technically started in sixth. Because, um, yeah, so he dropped a place. That's unfortunate for him. So, like, at the start of races, right, when they put, go into formation, is there, like, any set rule on who goes where? There's qualifying on Saturdays. So, um, how qualifying works uh, for F1 is... Q1 is is when they have all 20. Q2 is when they have um, first to 15th. And Q3 is when they have first to 10th. So if you go out in Q1 um, and you have the 
18th fastest time, uh, you will start 18th on the grid. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So that's that's how they decide qualifying. That's how they do qualifying. Yeah. I mean, it it a lot. It a lot. Uh, the explanation is a lot more. Um, yeah. It's very more simple. A lot more convoluted than than. Well, it's yeah. basically just. Yeah, you set a time. If your time to if your time not in the in the threshold for that, yeah, then you get eliminated and that's the position you start. So okay. seventeenth and Q one, I get knocked out and I can't go into Q two, but I start seventeenth in the race. Okay, okay. So um if we reach Q three and I go third fastest overall. I finish. I I start third in the race. All right. Well, uh, I said it looks like Sebastian Vettel is leading for driver of the day. He deserves it after like this performance is pretty good compared to the other ones. And there's the guy who couldn't start, just running across there. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, pretty much everything stayed the same for since like the fortieth lap. Yeah. 17th and 18th didn't change or uh, I think um I think the guy in 18th place I think he had some engine problems because um that Haas team has said that that um that car they're not gonna develop it at all so it's gonna stay terrible for the entire season they're gonna wait for next year when it have like a or next year when they introduce any new cars they're gonna introduce a budget cap so each team only have a certain amount of money they could spend and i effort to make it a little more fair because when you have people spending 400 million dollars compared to 10 million maybe maybe like 20 30 million dollars yeah 20 30 million dollars like the lower teams that's like a huge huge disparity yeah it's just like football where like the big teams spending hundreds of millions yeah Except on this, the spending it on a vehicle instead of real people. <laughs> and you know, there's like a lot of added costs too, because if your driver crashed the car, there's money have to pay to fix it. Yeah, I can imagine the amount. There's going to be a, a hefty dollar behind fixing these cars. But so far, nobody has crashed. The only, the only retirement from the race was Bottas with that stuck wheel map. Which is like, that's such a terrible way to go. Out. Yeah. It's such a small thing to end your whole race. Yeah, I feel like what would have been a, a bigger insult was if it happened later in the race and like lap fifty or something instead of lap thirty. Yeah, that would have been. So it seems like match is coming around the second to the last corner. That's. That's gonna be Max Verstappen's first win in Monaco. Carlos Sainz for Ferrari. Lando Norris comes third for second podium of the season, and they have Serena Williams waving the checkered flag. <laughs> yes, that's that. Uh, a pretty, yeah. a pretty decent race, but uh, nothing too special. So I guess um, as before, we'll go. We just like talk about about it real quick. So, like, overall, what do you think about the first race you ever watched? Uh, hmm. First race I've ever watched, F1 race. It, it was slow. Uh, well, according to you, that's not really, that's not always how it is. It's just this match. It was this race. So, but it, it was um, it's something different, very different to, of course, my usual, of, again, football. But... I, I I might I might actually get into it though. It's it's a different kind of yeah. For me. It, it it's it bring it different to what I usually do. That's um, it definitely uh, like because there's gonna be exciting races, but it's also gonna be really like boring cookie cutter races. Yeah. Um, that's gonna be sprinkled in there. But uh, but that's that's every sport though, because football has some of the most boring games I've ever seen. <laughs> I will not doubt that. So it's like next, like the next race could be one of the most exciting races in the history. You never know. I think the, the next race is yeah gonna be Baku and then France after that. Yeah, I might actually I might actually even just check it out. I guess uh, that'll be it. Um, thanks, Christian, for joining me. I want to just um, 
shout out your Instagram or something like that. Uh, for sure. Follow me, Cozy Designs. I, I, I do sci-fi kind of stuff every now and then. Not very often, but... So I'll just I'll just put your I'll put your links in the in the bottom there in the description of the podcast and um I'll thank you guys for listening to another episode uh thank you Kristen again for joining me and um I guess I'll see you guys next week bye.